0: Have you ever wondered why anyone drinks Malort? Or if there are actually lobsters in the Chicago River? Then listen to the Curious City podcast, where we answer all your questions about Chicago and the region. WBEZ's Curious City is part of the NPR network and available wherever you find your podcasts. I'm Suzy On, in for Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset, your guide to the latest culture and, of course, the latest news. Other airlines have evened out. Southwest continues to delay and cancel flights. Yesterday and Monday, over half of all its flights were canceled. Hundreds today are already canceled. And the company's CEO warns this will affect flights tomorrow as well. Joining us to discuss is NPR correspondent David Shaper. Also with us is Andrew Applebaum, staff attorney for Flyers, Rights, a consumer advocate group. David, let's start with how many flights we've seen canceled and delayed. Have we seen anything like this before?
1: Uh, As far as if we've seen it before, yeah, I'm sure we have. But nothing uh, on this scale that affects just one airline so Mm. substantially. Um, You know, the numbers today are over 2,500 flights canceled. Uh, That's just Southwest. Wow. Uh, Yesterday they canceled, uh, I think it was uh, around 2,700. It was almost 3,000 on Monday. Uh, This is like, you know, 60, 70% of all their flights. They just cannot match of crews to planes and have the crews in the right place when the plane's in the right place to be able to carry all of the flights, uh, all the passengers that are waiting for flights that were scheduled. And it's, it's just creating absolute chaos everywhere, everywhere across the system. So it's just it's mm-hmm. just a mess.
0: Well, U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg had this to say at a press conference yesterday.
1: From what I can tell, Southwest is unable to locate even where their own crews are, let alone their own passengers, let alone baggage. Uh, So uh, I conveyed to the CEO our expectation that they are going to go above and beyond to take care of passengers and to address this. Uh, They indicated a number of issues that they're having with uh, systems, uh, legacy systems for managing uh, their, their schedule and where their crews are.
0: So, David, the airlines have asserted that they were fully staffed ahead of the holiday weekend. Uh, What exactly happened?
1: Well, what happened with, um, you know, Southwest happened to all the airlines. There was a terrible, terrible winter storm. It was a huge storm that affected basically the entire country. Uh, But, you know, all the other airlines were just better positioned and in better shape to try to get things back on track once the storm cleared, and uh, Southwest isn't, because Southwest is, is the largest. First of all, they are the largest domestic air carrier now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they carry more passengers around the country than even Delta, United, and American. Those are bigger airlines because of their, their international footprint. But, um, you know, they've got a massive system, and they don't have a system that is run like a hub and spoke. Uh, If if folks know uh, O'Hare, it's a hub for both American and United. Mm -hmm. And what those two airlines do, they tend to fly planes and flight crews out and then back, out and back, out and back, hub and spoke. So it's, you know, uh, what, what, what Southwest does is they tend to have a crew and a plane that goes bounces across the country with direct flights, but short flights. And you may have a, a plane and a crew that starts in Orlando and ends up goes to Nashville then goes to Chicago Midway and then goes to Dallas mm-hmm. and then goes to Las Vegas. Um, it, but if if there's a problem anywhere along the way, then the flight crew and the plane are not in the place that they're expected to be and they have trouble matching crews and and, and planes to yeah. you know the flights that they have scheduled again and it just is is a ripple effect throughout their entire system and the other problem that that you heard the, uh, the transportation secretary allude to there is that they have this antiquated uh, system for scheduling yeah. so so they don't even know necessarily where uh, pilots and flight attendants and, and other folks are Uh, and where the planes are, and and how to match them and get them back into service.
0: Yeah, so uh, delayed due to weather is not just a a simple uh, reason. You've got all these um, other cascading effects behind it. Um, Andrew, what do airlines have to do when they cancel a flight?
2: Uh, When the airlines cancel a flight, regardless of reason, uh, passengers are entitled to a refund, and this is called an involuntary refund. And depending on the airline... There's a delay overnight. Uh, The airline will owe you hotel uh, voucher, meal voucher, and a transportation voucher. And now that depends on the airline, and the so-called guarantee Mm -hmm. is also subject to restrictions and availability. Um, And so in the United States, passengers are not entitled to delay compensation. um, Compared to in the European Union and for international travel under the Montreal Convention, passengers do have rights um, for delay compensation,
0: and in and Andrew Southwest canceled over half of their flights the past two days. But many people checked bags, and they couldn't get them back right away, creating a, a so-called purgatory for bags. How are airlines supposed to compensate passengers for that?
2: Uh, airlines need to compensate passengers for out-of-pocket expenses um, arising out of uh, being separated from their bag, and this can include uh, purchasing items such as toiletries or
0: clothing if needed. And, and David, uh, in, in your reporting, how well do the airlines do at meeting these requirements? <laughs> well,
1: the airlines like to play a little game. They, they like to tell you. They won't tell you that you're owed ah. a refund automatically. And that is the rule, as, as Andrew said. For any reason, even if it's weather, if the airline cancels the flight, they owe you a full refund. What they'll try to do is they'll say, hey, because they don't want to – they've got the money in the pocket. They're, they've already spent their money probably that she spent you know, two or three months ago buying that airline ticket. So they don't want to give it back uh, if they don't have to. So they'll say, hey, here's a voucher you can use at some later date. Or we'll try to rebook you. We'll get you on another flight. Just, just hold tight. And, and we'll try to get you on a, on the next flight or the next flight after that, or maybe if we go through this city or that city, you can still get to your destination two or three days from now you know it's it's a it's a nightmare that, that passengers have to uh, juggle, uh, especially if they have tight schedules, especially if they're you know trying to get to a an airbnb booking that may mm-hmm. not may have paid for and may not be able to 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 spend time in. I mean it's just it's just a really logistical nightmare and the airlines are going to try to play games so it's really important that people know the rules know what they're owed and stick to their guns um one of the things that airlines are not required to do but can do and some will is they can book you on another airline but they're not going to offer that right away so you need to you need to prod them you need to you know poke them and just say hey listen i know that there's a flight over on american can you put me on that now southwest is one of those airlines that doesn't do that with a lot with other airlines delta american united they do have some some agreements in which they will you know, book passengers on, on other flights. But mm-hmm. for Southwest, it's a much more difficult thing.
0: And I'm assuming if a passenger uh, doesn't know those rules and they, they go ahead and accept that voucher, um, is it then too late for them to, to get that full refund?
1: Um, I think once, yeah, I mean, you have to read the fine print and see what what might happen. You know, some of those vouchers or travel credits can come Mm -hmm. with all kinds of restrictions. They can come with blackout dates. So the time you really do want to fly again, um, you may not be able to use it. Uh, You really got to take a a good, hard look at the fine print. I mean, some people are fine taking a credit for future travel because they know that they're going to use it at some later point. And, And that's okay. But, you know, as we saw during the pandemic, you know the airlines were were not only just denying refunds, but they were giving people vouchers that would expire before it was safe yeah. to fly again. So it was really it was really a, a you know a difficult circumstance for a lot of people who were trying to navigate this this. And it, it's kind of a confusing system to try to figure out. You know what are your rights and what are your um, uh, responsibilities and and what are airlines willing to do that is, is above and beyond the regulations? That's the other tricky part. Some airlines are willing to 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 get you a place to stay overnight, um, but but you know you may not know that, and you might mm-hmm. have to you know go through all kinds of different websites. The, the Department of Transportation under Secretary Buttigieg has has done a pretty good job of clarifying what the rules are, clarifying what people are owed, um, and, and has now has a dashboard, a digital dashboard on, on its website that will show you what airlines will do what for you and what the rules actually say.
0: Andrew, do you feel that there is uh, one or two airlines that, that are more customer-friendly and, and are more willing to share that information over others?
2: Um, we we found that air, widespread issue that airlines... Um, are not refunding passengers when refunds are owed. Uh, they offer partial refunds or vouchers instead of these full cash refunds, um, and this is against the law. Mm. And we saw during the pandemic uh, the Department of Transportation just fined Frontier Airlines uh, for refusing to give out legally mandated refunds, but the penalty is so small uh, it amounts to a low-interest loan for the airline. Wow. And it's really a problem of enforcement because the Department of Transportation is, are the airline's sole regulator. Yeah. State and local governments um, do not have any authority. Even the Federal Trade Commission uh, does not have authority mm-hmm. over the airlines. Wow. So what we're seeing really is a lack of competition. Uh, the airlines do not need to compete on reliability. Um, and the evidence for this is that we see this problem happen over and over again. Yeah. Uh, Southwest canceled over 2,000 flights. Uh, in October of 2021, uh, it seems like they have uh, the biggest problems recently.
0: Yeah. Um, David, we've seen those images of long lines of people waiting to talk to customer service representatives and waiting for hours on hold. What can you tell us about what airlines are doing to meet the demand right now?
1: Well, I, I, I think many of the airlines have gotten their, their schedules back on track. They're getting flights in and out of the airports, with with the exception of a few airports that are still weather affected. Uh, I think Seattle has had another wave of, of ice over the weekend and, and heavy rains now. Uh, Buffalo seems to still be getting snow. So there are certain parts of the country, uh, are, you know, around the Great Lakes that are still having weather-related problems. But most of the airlines, except for Southwest, have been able to get things back on track. I mean, I should mm-hmm. say that Spirit and Frontier, which are pretty chronic um, mm-hmm. offenders in terms of uh, poor customer service, have had uh, more problems than the mainline carriers like American and Delta United um, even JetBlue and Alaska Airlines have been doing a, a little bit better, um, but uh, you know the, the the other thing that there's a couple of other things that are that are factors in this. You know, just like last year, remember we had a horrible time over the Christmas uh, and New Year's holidays last year. Uh, not as many people were flying, but the big problem then was uh, pilots and flight attendants and mechanics and and ground crew, uh, you know, ramp personnel calling in sick right. because we had that Omicron wave of of uh, of, of COVID infections uh, coming out. Yeah. Uh, this year we have the same thing, but also with flu and RSV. Yeah. There is a higher incident level of of the employees at the airlines calling in sick and, and not being able to work. Uh, Southwest compounds those problems by having mandatory overtime. Uh, and, and so a lot of the people who are working are just exhausted and burned out. And, uh, and my understanding is that, that, that there are several employees who have taken it just quitting because yeah. they're frustrated with the, uh, the airline's uh, policies
2: and processes.
0: Yeah. For, for you, Andrew, what do you think needs to shift in the airline industry?
2: I think we need to see two things because we're lacking competition and accountability. Uh, we need delay compensation, similar to in the European Union. Uh, if a flight's delayed and it's within the airline's control, uh, the airline should have to pay uh, compensation. But second, we need a return to a reciprocity rule. Before uh, deregulation, uh, airlines, if they canceled or significantly delayed your flight, They would put you on the next available flight regardless of airline. And now that's not the case anymore. Um, And it's really a market inefficiency where you've got all these stranded passengers on one airline, but you've got empty seats on other airlines. Uh, They should be matched up. And the airlines will complain that they'd have to pay high fares in that instance to reaccommodate their passengers. But the airlines charge those high fares to passengers every single day of the year. So we really need to see more competition and accountability.
0: Well, we just have about twenty seconds left, David. What will you be keeping your eye on um as as winter break continues?
1: Well, I'm driving so <laughs> i'm not uh, I had thought about flying and and going out west and then we just decided it wasn't going to be worth it for for several reasons. the weather uh, the chief among them but um yeah, I mean i'm, just, I'm just, it's gonna take a while southwest for for them to get back on track and it's really going to be interesting to see mm-hmm. how long this continues. They've already canceled more than 2,000 flights for tomorrow, yeah. and there are a few dozen flights canceled for Friday. So we'll just have to see if they can ever get things back up. Yeah.
0: That's David Shaper, NPR transportation correspondent, and Andrew Applebaum, staff attorney for Flyers Rights. Thank you to you both. This episode of Reset was produced by Linnea Dominic. It was edited by Meha Ahmed. Want more Reset on the go? Then hit that subscribe button and get us in your podcast feed every day of the week. And when you do, leave us a rating. It really does help more listeners find us. That's all for Reset. I'm Suzy Ann. Thanks for listening. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Line takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Line wherever you get your podcasts.